0: This is the meeting after the meeting. None of our participants get paid and we don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. Enjoy the show.
1: It. experimental here with the music choices i like it yeah
0: this reminds me of, of gaming for some reason yeah
2: I don't know why. this, this seems is like, like straight up rocket league rocket it reminds me of rocket, me rocket league, rocket rocket league. league. <laughs> don't
0: bring up my don't bring that up it, tri- it triggers me your i don't device. play anymore he's a he's an ex rocket league I, I stopped playing and i haven't yeah. gone back so weren't your, weren't your like well. hands hurting they still hurt it still hurt. That's when you know it's time to hang it it's up. It's time to hang you're getting carpal tunnel from <laughs> playing the video game. You know it's time to hang it up. I wish good. I yeah, yeah. Good. So all good though. But this is nice.
1: It's kinda weird, man. But I like it.
2: It was kinda weird. It's kinda why I picked it.
1: I mean, mm. we know that. This is the mood that Gabe is in today. mood sure. of the week this is a little how, bit of anxiety if you were to, if you could peer and decide gabe's head this is what you would yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> he almost bailed right before the show started tonight It was oh, weird i didn't get into it but you know <laughs> all right let's let's get into it this is the meeting after the meeting meeting i'm john i'm chris welcome episode 29 we are mm. rolling along mm. it's gonna be a great great episode we got a great guest for you tonight yes somebody who we don't, which this is fun. We got somebody who we don't know that well, who who moved to the area, uh, past couple of yeah. years. So it'll be nice to hear
1: a different perspective and how he got sober in a different place. Yep. Hailing from Monday men's, the Monday men's, plucking them out. Always the, the boys home group. That's the way to do the it. Boys home group. Yeah. You got to get them. let yeah. 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 Absolutely. Let's,
0: real quick. The meeting after the meeting is a podcast that is broadcast live on Zoom every Wednesday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Then the audio is put out on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Amazon, Everything. everywhere you we're can imagine. There. Yeah, we're out there. We stopped doing them on YouTube because we just weren't getting much love. But if you want to see them back on YouTube, uh, Send email, us e- email us and we'll upload the audio back onto YouTube. Yeah. We've been thinking about doing uh, a different video. Been, what is Gabe doing? <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> You're all right? Yeah. Gabe, okay. are we good? We're good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right.
0: Uh, anyways, hit us we're up. We're doing it hit live. Hit us up. Hit we're, us up. This yeah. Is, this is live. This is how, we were talking about this. Is so funny. Before <laughs> the episode tonight, we, we were all sitting down <laughs> oh eating dinner God. and we were like, what did you say we're like, Gabe? Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. We're O'Reilly. We're, we're live. Yeah. There's no there's yeah. no post editing for yeah. sound effects no or for anything. There's no, no
1: do-overs. There is it, this it, it is what it is. So every give now us a break. and then we'll will mute something out or, or maybe beep it out, but somebody says something it's rare. that was a little too personal f- yeah. to like
0: a location or yeah. a name which they didn't mean to. Right. Uh but something like that we'll we'll take out. But, but it's got to be super egregious. Yeah. I won't tell you. Per, oh, <laughs> that's our guest. He's not, we haven't introduced him yet, but he'll, we'll, we'll hear about it. He said he won't tell us where the bodies are buried. I don't that's know. right. We'll see. So... <laughs> Let's uh, let's introduce our producer who's over here breaking stuff on the board. I don't know what's you going okay? on. Gabe, what's yeah, up? Yeah, the,
2: the mic fell on the space bar <laughs> and was just hitting it because I had to unplug the, the audio from the Mac. Dude, was
1: like, I was thinking <laughs> that I was dude. thinking that we should have some video on Gabe at some point. No, we. Please, I mean, no. just I just capture stuff like that. Nobody
0: really knows what Gabe looks like.
1: You know,
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, sure.
0: What Gabe? So what was that sound? That was I hope that sound got picked up on audio. It was like the weirdest.
2: It thing. was the it's the it was the space like park the
0: aliens on. landing it's or like something. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's yeah. yeah, when you hit it. a key on a Mac. Do
0: and it, it again. Do, do it into the mic, Gabe, so we can hear. Oh yeah. yeah. Do it. it that it was the sound. Sound like a <laughs> woodpecker. Like a woodpecker.
1: It does <laughs> sound like a woodpecker. All right.
0: Oh man. So Gabe, how you doing, man? How's your week been? Good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Work's <laughs> been busy.
0: Or some busy or you sent me some su- You're making sushi.
2: Yeah. It looks, it looks good. She extraordinary. Dude, I'm finally, it's finally coming out. You just out. said nice. you want to go
0: to Tokyo.
2: That's a uh, aside. I actually would, I'm more interested in eating Wagyu. Wagyu. Than I am okay. interested in eating sushi. Is it
0: Wagyu or Wagyu?
2: Wagyu, Wagyu. I don't know. I'm not okay. Japanese, man. All right.
0: I'll, I'll ask just, my girlfriend. All right. Well, ask her and get back to us. Cause I call yeah. it wa- I call it Wagyu, Wagyu and I want to make sure I'm not looking like an idiot. When w- I say w- that. So it's Wag okay.
1: you. Wag you.
2: <laughs> you should hear you should listen to how they call Starbucks. So
1: Okay. All right. Well.
2: It's hard to do other languages.
1: Our Thank guest you. is starting to second guess why it's, he came on this podcast. No,
0: so. he's he's gonna be great. It's gonna I'm I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna actually introduce him now. Well, real yeah. quick, I do wanna say this because I wanna plug T M A T M Live, which is where you can right. find us on all Linktree. You know, Linktree. On Linktree. Yep. On Instagram, Facebook, Facebook yeah. everywhere, the mm. Zoom. First off, I want to thank everybody who's with us tonight on the Zoom. Uh, it really helps us, gives us a lot of motivation. We want to thank everybody who's listening. Our numbers are continuing to go up. We're continuing to have more and more it's kind of crazy. It's, uh, I, yeah. When you look at the chart, it's, it's like it's a stock you wish you bought, you know? It's, I, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs>
1: yeah, I,
2: it's I a, said, the, it's a pump and dump.
1: I said the stats over to, he to sent John me a earlier, picture of it. And I said, just a picture of it, no context. And he's like, he's like, is that your crypto portfolio? I, like, I thought it was a stock. I was I like, wish. it just shows you where I my wish.
0: mind is at during the day, like charts. <laughs> but, um, I wish so. it was. We appreciate it. But if we you do. don't follow us on Instagram, if you haven't yeah. check us out on the zoom yeah. and if you haven't gone back and listened to some of the older episodes, give it a listen, give it a listen. We got some really banging guests and way back. If I dare you to go all the way back, the quality is really not there yet. In like the first couple of yeah, episodes, I mean, not with the speakers. The guests are great. The, big, the guests the, are great.
1: Just the audio. Yeah. Quality. And if you're not joining us on zoom, check us out and you're missing a lot. We are, uh, very you know, visual we'll program. Yeah, we, got a, we got a studio. We got a and cool set. Yeah.
2: Meet. We got different camera angles. We have, uh, yeah. you know, for the questions, the games that we play, the sketches. There's a lot of visual stuff. Yeah. There's, there's, and sometimes uh, I Google things.
1: One day, one day, AA will, will be able to post a video online. One day. You know, one day. One day. That's a whole episode topic. Really. But until then, different podcast. Maybe. We'll, we'll, just, uh, we'll just introduce you our
0: <laughs> no face guest. Let's introduce Scott T from Potomac,
3: Maryland. Mm. Scott, welcome to the show. Scott, yes. how's it going? Wow! <laughs> I didn't realize there were so many people in this video. Y- yeah, they, they, all right. Yeah, they love you, <laughs> <laughs> and they—they're really glad you're here. How's it going, Scott? Awesome. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm Scott, I'm an alcoholic. What's up? Um, yeah. So yeah, um, thanks for
1: having me. Really, well.
3: really good to be here. This is an uh, interesting platform um, to speak on.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, Th-
3: Thanks for
0: being I'm here. excited I'll about it. I'll say
1: this it. about Scott. He he said yes pretty much right away. Yeah. He wasn't he was like, you know, some people are like, Podcast? They're like, What? I was taught to say yes. That's and that's what I was like, doing. Hey man, you wanna be on this podcast we do? He's like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. I was like, All right <laughs> I wasn't ready for the yes, you yeah. know what I mean? I was like, All right, I'm gonna send you, you know, I'm gonna send you the podcast. You can listen in a couple, but then we'll figure out a date. But he was pretty much in right from the beginning, which was nice. That's, good. yeah, that's
0: that, good. That's, that's, that's how we,
1: you know, I do don't, I don't not don't like my sponsor, yes. Isaac. That's, that's what it is. It's Scott, you know, Isaac, right? Yeah. So let's tell him the story. Maybe you should know. So we wanted Isaac to be the first guest on our podcast. And so we invited him and he waffled. He was like, "Ma, I don't know. I don't know. I, said, I might be busy. He said, I don't know. I might be busy. Let me get back to you. And we were like, well, it's not that kind of thing. We need to know. I mean, we you, know, you see the, the preparation around the episode, right? You know what I mean? We try to take it seriously. This is a serious operation. It's a serious operation. Yeah. And he's just like, hi, you know, I'll get
0: back to you. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what? And now it's been 29 episodes and he's not been a guest. Yeah. He's, so yeah. maybe Isaac one day. Maybe Maybe not. Maybe not. John and Chris are
2: not petty, though. They're not petty. We're
0: not holding on to that. Yeah. He didn't just do the same thing again last right. week when it was Chris's anniversary <laughs> he totally for dinner. Did. He totally did. Anyways, we're really yeah. getting off here. So, Scott, so I said at the beginning, Scott, you moved here. Uh, we, we don't really know you that well. This is actually the first time I've had a conversation with mm-hmm. you. We just had dinner together. It was good to kind of get to hear a little bit about how you got to this area. Why don't you tell us a little bit uh, some of the basic info we call it the stats: sobriety date, sponsor, <coughs> home group.
3: Yeah. So I got sober November third, two thousand seven. Uh, my sponsor is in New York. His name's Pierre. Um, my home group here now is Monday Men. I got yes. sober Ooh. in a, a group Ooh-ooh. called the Atlantic Group in New York City. <laughs> ah, <laughs> and that was my home group okay. for a long time. That's not surprising. Yeah. yeah no. But um, I went to lots of meetings in New York, not just the Atlantic Group and. Uh, some really good sobriety. There,
0: how many meetings are there in New York City? Do you have you ever because around here we tout like there's 2,000? There, so many. it's just insane,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Anywhere you yeah. like, you throw a rock and you hit a meeting yeah. somewhere, yeah. On a everywhere. Corner. yeah, everywhere. I will say there, there are some fucking strange meetings in New oh, York. yeah. I went They're to sure. like a like a midnight meditation a mm-hmm. meeting okay. in like a candle right. lit. I like that, yeah. It was actually super that kind chill, of yeah. I don't know, I mean. I don't know how useful it was to like a newcomer, but it was chill. Okay. You know, they had they had had some a meeting that's an incense called
3: Midnight, I think it might have been that one. <laughs> oh, no, really? It's, it's, it's a workshop. I believe they have many meetings um, during the day, but it's called Midnight. Yeah. And they, have yeah. Late, they have late meetings.
1: Yeah. Know. People just sitting around, like, just like, you know, on the floor, kind of laying out. It's interesting.
0: Interesting. And yeah. Scott, you moved here to the D.C. area, you said, three years ago? Yeah three years ago this past June and what brought you to this area my wife your she wife okay.
1: her job oh, okay. uh, she
3: took a job in D.C. so wow
1: yeah. so do you like it down here I or are you it. miss New yeah. York
3: no I love it love it
1: because New York's a lot
3: it was never on my radar to live here to be yeah. honest with you yeah. uh I went to University of Maryland, and oh really, oh, okay. never, Turf. yeah, and yeah, yeah, tur- yeah, all right, all right. Never, dude, Amy, we got a big
0: uniform change this year. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <Turf's laughs> yeah, are ready to roll. I'm taking my man. kids to a football game. There you uh, go. Uh, so week. you came to they Maryland UVA. Is from to UVA?
1: out of state, They're playing Towson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you from Maryland, or you no, came from? Grew up you, in New York, and so you went to Maryland, yeah. and you're like a lot of Jersey. I, don't know. I think I had a pair of Jersey shorts. Uh, Maryland Terp shorts yeah. when I was a kid, and I thought it was that's a favorite school. That's not that the college the, I went to. Really, <laughs> that's amazing.
0: <laughs> really, I'm Sure, you had a good time. Really, yeah. pretty much is how that went. down. We'll yeah. hear about yeah. it. But were you in like the 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 clutches of alcoholism at that point, or were you not there yet?
3: Um, I'd say since. High school, I drank alcoholically, but yeah, yeah. I was able to manage it. I wouldn't say, you know, my life was falling yeah, yeah. apart. but So th-
0: so you didn't just come to Maryland on like a, wh- wh- it wasn't like, I'm taking a drink, send me to whatever school. It was yeah. like you wanted to you come n- here. Yeah.
3: No, yeah. I did, in high school, I started drinking and uh, right away, like I was, I was a lightweight my head spinning, throwing up, yeah, and, like yeah. puking in, in the <laughs> toilet, like passing out wherever, <laughs> ditches, backyards, like yeah, driving yeah. drunk. Just, I, you know, there was no like social aspect of it for me. Like, we played drinking games. I'd chase some girls, you mm-hmm. know, but like my enjoyment of drinking was very short lived. I'd go from like, you know, having a good time Zero to being to all, ridiculously drunk very God. quickly. And right. uh, I was a puker. Yeah, but when I got to college and I discovered the hard stuff. It allowed me to drink the way I wanted to and yeah, I could yeah. really be last man standing and, and and be life of the party and, and yeah. enjoy the drinking.
1: You so. mean with some additional AIDS.
3: Additional AIDS, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that's when things like really took off. Cocaine. Exactly. <laughs> some <laughs> <different> cocaine <laughs> ecstasy. Ecstasy. Yeah. Yeah. Ecstasy was, all was Molly. big for me when I was uh, when I was in college.
0: So
1: how old are you? <laughs> that's ecstasy. I'm fifty. Gabe, now. Molly, Okay. Yeah, I I know. Know. So you,
0: well, I
3: was like
1: you and Chris BMA are right program. there. Right there in line. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say- so wait, 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 to wait, me. I missed that. How old are you? 50. 50. Okay, we're the same age. Same all right. Age. We yeah. were partying okay. downtown at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Were you? Did you happen yeah. to skateboard at all? Um, no.
0: I okay, was never I was going to say, then no, we'd really, no. really be on yeah. with Chris. So before we get into your story, I just want to ask you this, because I think this- I always find this interesting. When you moved here, were you afraid or did you have any fear about- your AA program because everything you've told us so far, it sounds like A is like us has been the center of your life.
3: So, you know, I've been blessed to when I was finally ready and willing to like accept what AA had to offer, I went in full on. It took me a few months like floundering around AA, but when I was broken enough, when I hit that spiritual bottom and I was ready to do this, yeah. I have not looked back. Yeah. So like I knew when I moved down here like I didn't really think much about it. I, I knew there'd be good AA down here. I knew I'd be. I just have to find it. Yeah. And as soon as I moved here, it was pandemic, and so I immediately started. Getting on Zoom meetings down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I could Smart. see faces yeah. of people who lived here. So mm-hmm. when meetings did start opening up again, That's crazy. I would be a familiar face Majority and I would see pandemic. familiar faces. That's awesome. I, I chaired um, Men's Stag before I ever met anyone wow. in person. That's
1: really cool. Uh, yeah. The Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. It was
3: cool. That's great. Um, so yeah. And that you that had no
1: contacts down here or anything? No. You, you just, just went for it. it. You just. I just do I mean, into, in into men's to, stag. Yeah. You like found it online. I was online. looking for a
3: men's meeting. You
1: know? That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's really yeah. crazy. That's, that's
3: that's
0: when you the think thing about crazy and why you missed it. Could have missed it, he but no, it. came down. Obviously, you put in the work, but yeah. it was available. It was available online. But there's Saturday night special, yeah. which had like
3: only like eight people going yeah. to it online. Like I hear stories yeah, yeah. about how big it was. There was nobody going to that meeting on Zoom. <laughs> and, then, and now yeah. it's like built back up again. It's
1: not, uh, I think. But
3: yeah, I was going to it in person for a while, but Saturday nights haven't been working yeah. out
1: for me. But yeah, Gabe, are you okay? I just want to ask. Fine, nothing. okay. All
0: right. That sounded. I mean, was that the corner or like the front <laughs> or the bottom of that?
1: He just just adjusted the
0: camera, and then he hit the. <laughs> I mean, the I get lo- it. I get it. I'm always worried about that.
2: It's yeah, basement man. <laughs>
0: Are you bleeding? <laughs> no, he's fine. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Well, sorry, Scott. We're we're excited to have you here, man. And you seem like you you love AA, and and you've done this. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you were like, man? How it all kind of started. You mentioned a little bit of it now, yeah, so but maybe give us a couple of just yeah. for for actually. You know what? For time's sake, yeah. Just tell us one good one good right. story.
3: Okay, I, I I can wrap it up in, in a story, and we're. This is being recorded, and so I'm a little worried about who might see this
1: and who, like. Well, no one will see it. But I, I will tell <laughs> but you. But a what, lot of people were here. Okay.
3: So all right, no one's in, all right. So they can't put a face to, to my no, story no, 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 on no, Zoom. No. It's like a all Zoom meeting. Okay, cool. That's it. Cool. So it says here, you know, crazy, right? So I'll give you one crazy story. Kind of sum up how I was um, in high school. I uh, was driving my sister's car. And um, we were drinking, totally wasted. And, you know, like any other night, case of beer in the back, getting shit-faced. Let's go find girls to hook up with. And we're driving around. We go to this girl's house. We pull in the driveway. I'm wasted. I get out of the car. I see this brand-new Honda, Honda Accord station wagon sitting in the driveway. Temporary plates are still on it. Cord oh, station I'm wagon. Like, <laughs> I stumble over to it. I got to take a leak. I'm like... I open the door and I just start pissing on the oh. front seat. And as I'm hey, pissing, as I'm pissing, it's I solid. hear it's ding, solid. ding, ding, ding. I'm like, "Oh shit, the keys are in it." So I look around. I see a piece of plywood like on the drive, like n- next to the driveway. I grab it. I throw it on the passenger seat because I don't on the driver's seat. I don't want to sit in my own piss. And I tell my friends to take my sister's car and meet me around the corner. I jump in, take it, and we just go joyriding in this thing like insane like flying across people's front yard to 60 miles an hour like fuck? boom 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 <laughs> taking out mailboxes mailboxes just flying left and right Ugh. one mailbox comes crashing right through the windshield yeah. on me i don't even hit the brakes mm-hmm. just glass everywhere and i'm just
1: up. are you like blacked out do you remember no this? i remember this. you remember i remember
3: this like oh, this oh yesterday God. yeah and wow. uh and then uh my next big idea i think I started off-roading with this thing and and I think I might've punctured the gas tank. <laughs> and so we were like up on in this neighborhood, that's it up, took on, that a, long. up yeah. on a, a yeah. mountain. And I was like, um, let's drive it off a cliff, you know? And so we just go to, and my friends following me and my sister, we go to like this cliff. There's probably like a 20 foot drop and I just yeah send it off. And, uh, and, and yeah, that's kind of how I was. <laughs> you, I was crazy. I, sounds, sounds like you. I made amends it. for that, by the way, recently. Did you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That was an expensive amends.
3: Uh, I didn't. You know what I had to do? I had to buy diapers for the grant for the great 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 granddaughter of the person. Whose car wow. it was. It was a weird story. Wow. I won't get into yeah. all how that came yeah. about, yeah. if that's the way I didn't made the amends, but hey, that's, that's, I'm what, to, that's, I'm that's what, what they asked they, me yeah. that's to that's do. That's what they asked you to that's do. What that's what they it. asked and me to like, do. And you're like, sure. And so, you know, every month, uh, you know, they'd hit me up, be like, hey, we need more diapers, and I would send them. That's that's amazing. And I did it for a couple of years, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I you got off on that. I did get off. You got, like, I, you got off a I was scared to make that amends. And I'm I found sure. a lot of reasons yeah. not to like, oh, well I didn't want to incriminate the people that were with me. Cause they, you know, yeah. I, and, yeah. and I found reasons like if, yeah. if, if, if it says making amends, like if it's going to harm anyone else. Mm-hmm. So I would find, oh, well it would harm the people who were with me. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know? Yeah. Sure. And
0: mm-hmm.
3: so, but eventually I just couldn't live with myself anymore. I was sitting meetings, sitting nightstep meetings and be like, I'd feel like a fraud because yeah. this was like hanging over me. I'm like, I need to face this, you know? So,
0: That's actually a really good question because I've had that come up in that scenario Mm. too. If you could briefly just talk about that part of it, when you went to make amends, you didn't need to, I'm assuming you didn't need to bring up the other people. You just said this was something you did and they didn't ask you if there was other people. You were just able to go in and say, hey, this is my thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I actually went to my friend years ago and I was like, hey man, I want to make amends for this. Is it cool? Because you were there and I'm going to go tell her what I did. And he was like, well, I'm taking the exams to be a police officer. Like, I can't have this coming back yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I was like, "I, I, I right away, right I snatched here. onto yeah. that. I was like, okay, I don't have to make the amends. Yeah. But still, and then some more years went by and I just didn't feel right. And I don't know why it was when I was moving away from New York, I felt like I needed to clean that up. Clean it up. So I, I, found, I found a girl who we, we went to go hook up with that night. And I told her, I was like, hey, Jen, do you remember this car? She had no recollection. I was trying being vague. Do you remember this car? You she's like, TV. no, what yes, car? Does, yeah. And I was like beating her. And finally, I was like, look, I stole a car from your driveway, and I want to make it right. And oh she's like, gosh. that was you. Oh, oh my, my god!" She's like, we blame this other guy. Huh? Like, and I was just crazy. Oh. Uh, blame the other guy. <laughs> yeah, and I felt bad, actually. That guy ended up passing away uh, mm. a couple of years ago. But, um, and he was blamed for a lot of stuff that because he did a lot of bad stuff, and and so people just immediately thought it was him. But I was like, no, it was me. And I was like, I want to make this right, you know? Wow. uh, So she's like, that was my grandparents' car. My grandfather's since passed. My grandmother's in a nursing home. She wouldn't even know her own name if we told it to her. She's like, I was like, well, what can I do? And she was like, well my daughter is in rehab right now. She had her baby when she was in jail mm. and, oh no, she's in a halfway house now. Yeah. She had her baby when she, and, and she needs help with diapers. Like, Look at that. can you just buy there her diapers? Go. And I was like, done. There it is. Give me your address. Yeah.
1: Mm. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Pull now the question screen. is, the question is, would it, if they ask you, to pay the value of the car. Would it have been the value then or the value now? I don't know. I don't know. I, you I thought mean, you about know. it, though, didn't but you? Of course. But you, <laughs> but you,
0: but you cross those bridges <laughs> as they come, and it worked out. Yeah. It, it, it just, it's, it's just crazy to me. But
3: all the fear I had was like, what's
0: yeah. crazy to me is they had Honda Accord station wagon, and those don't exist I anymore.
1: That. I know well, but they don't exist anymore.
3: That
0: was, that was in the nineties, right? A Honda Accord yeah. Accord station yeah. wagon. yeah, yeah.
1: Was, If You were in high school. Was, you graduated ninety yeah. one, right? Nineteen ninety one. Yeah, that's wild, man. Honda Accord station wagon. That's probably nineteen
3: ninety. Yeah. So destructive behavior,
0: to oh, say big the time. least. I re- yeah. yeah, I relate to the destructiveness. Big time. So let's let's talk about what was kind of the final straw for you. Like what what got you sober?
3: All right. So, you know, speed up. I, you know, didn't want to face the world. I moved to Colorado. I was a snowboard bum and a ski bum. Nice. I got you know, driving, bartending out what? there. Colorado
1: gets all Bar, of the Bartender, losers. drug dealer, in
3: Breckenridge. Of nice. course. Two DUIs in less than a year. Ended yeah, yeah, up, yeah. I did very little jail time for that. But, uh, you know, breathalyzer in my car, community service, seven days in jail. Um, and just, uh, I was a mess, complete yeah. mess. Um, Ended up back in New York because my life crashed and burned out there, and uh, three more years in New York of just destroying myself. Um, I was living in a subsidized unit in Chelsea. It was like a hundred and ten square foot apartment, Ooh. and I was just like a closet. drinking mm-hmm. and like cooking up cocaine and smoking rocks, mm-hmm. like, all, like until like I thought my head and my heart were gonna explode. Yeah. And then I'd wake up from a bender and be like, How am I even still alive after doing mm-hmm. that to myself? And do it again. How old were you? I was 34 when I finally got sober. And then I met this girl who my college roommate dated in college at a reunion, and she was um, engaged. And I go down to Maryland, ironically, um, for this reunion off a three-day bender, and she's there, and she's got blow, and I'm like, I'll hang out with you. And next thing I know, she leaves her fiance and is living with me in this hundred and ten square foot apartment. Nice. It was crazy. <laughs> so that was a crazy relationship that yeah. lasted nine months. I ended up in the hallway with my bags packed outside her place and had no, didn't remember how yeah. I got there. Mm-hmm. And that's when like, I called my cousin. I didn't, I didn't know many people who lived in New York, but she had kicked me out and I needed someone with a car to get me to her place to get all my stuff. And, uh, he was the only person I knew with a car than my sister, I do not want to call her. And uh, I told him what happened. He lived down the street from the 79th Street Workshop. And he was like, uh, if you don't go to a meeting, I'm going to drag you to one. And he only mm. knew about the meeting because he lived mm. down the block from it. He told me to go there, and I went. And, um, you know, for a while, I was just trying to get that girl back. And she took me back, but I had no program, and mm. that blew up in my face. And, and when that blew up in my face, knowing that I, you know, couldn't drink or drug to escape anymore... I didn't have her. She was my higher power. I then had a look at myself and that's when the real pain set in. You know, I was like mm. raw and just sober. And that's when I was that's when the yeah. willingness came. Well, and,
0: uh,
1: and take somebody yeah. else's suggestions, try something yeah, different. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Scott, you know what I tell guys that ask me about relationships new in sobriety? I say, it doesn't matter what you do, man, because it ain't gonna work out anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. John hates that. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, I'm it's just saying a little, he he likes to make, he's a little insensitive.
3: My sponsor said to me early <laughs> on, he's like, and it took me a while to wrap my head around this one, but I, I tell this guys this too. There's nothing you can say that will make it right, and there's nothing you can't say that will make it wrong. Mm. And it's kind of weird to think about that. It just means just there's nothing you can say or do. Like, yeah. it just doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: It really doesn't. Yeah. Until, you, until you have a, a spiritual experience as a result of the steps, I mean... Even when that happens, being in a relationship is challenging. Yeah. You know, so interesting.
0: So tell us a little bit about after, you know, you you find this willingness, you get sober and at some point you kind of catch fire for AA, start doing, start doing more. And then uh, you move down here because we have limited time. What I Mm want to talk about, what you kind of talk about here is what's it been like since you moved down here and What's your life like? Well, you now? met your wife
1: though first uh, in New York. I right? met my wife that's in big. New York. So, um, how much time did you have when you? She had a, a year,
3: a little less than a year when we first started hanging ah. out. So I kind of like kept my distance. Um, <laughs> we had to the group in in New York called Not a Glum Lot, and that's how I really caught fire for AA. Mm. It was not. It was through doing service, yeah. right, and like meeting people and showing up to meetings, fellowshipping, all that stuff, working the steps with my sponsor but not a glim lot would do these a few trips every year. One was a ski trip. One was a camping trip. One was a rafting trip. That's and I was like, this is, this is what I've been looking for. This camaraderie, this like hanging yes. out, doing fun stuff, outdoorsy stuff and, and not having to get fucked up and mm-hmm. doing it with other people and uh, who are also on the same path. And it was just amazing. And, uh, and so I went, with my wife on a, on a ski trip, a sober ski trip is when we first really talked and hung out with her. I'd see her around AA campus mm-hmm. and I'd, Thought she was pretty and I thought she was interesting, and I wanted to get to know her. So finally, um, yeah, we met. I saw her ski, and it was all over for me. She's a really good skier.
0: <laughs> that's right, you're yeah. like a, you're a snowboard guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: that's awesome. And, that's a, yeah. I've never heard anyone say that. I yeah. saw her ski. Oh, dude, oh, she just yeah. crushed moguls you top did. to <laughs> bottom without yeah. stopping. It was, it was, it <laughs> that's was that's nuts.
3: That's solid. Yeah, that's great.
0: Oh, my God. So, so you met her, you're on fire for AA, and mm-hmm. and Eventually, like 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 I said, you moved down to this yeah, area. so we
3: had three kids in New York City, so mm-hmm. I, I already I, I didn't want to be in New York City with three kids. it was crazy, yeah, yeah. we were in the pandemic, but I had a wife in, 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 a, in a two two bedroom converted into three bedroom apartment, my wife and kids hadn't been outside um, more than oh, five times in shit. two and a half months, yeah if yeah, that yeah. like it was crazy yeah, um yeah. so yeah, well, I was ready to get out of there. Uh, I wanted a place where my kids can really flourish and be you know mm-hmm. young little boys and run around mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff so yeah, it's, it's great. We, love it. we have a house, we got a backyard, and there's plenty of them to do. Yeah. Uh, it's just awesome.
0: And talk about what your life is like today. You know, it, obviously it's very different from, from what you said, cooking up rock and, and yeah, getting drunk. Be- but talk about what your life is like today and what you try to do in Alcoholics Anonymous to keep it.
3: I should be dead, you know, and so should my wife. So this morning, for instance, and I won't say this is every morning, right? Life is busy, it's crazy. But this morning, um, I got up, I stretched, I prayed. Um, I opened my door and my little six year old was across the hall, just sitting there Like, <laughs> and I invited him in and he stretched a little bit while I was trying, he stretched with me. And then, uh, he knows that he knows the deal. He's like, and then when we're done stretching, we bring out the meditation pillows. And so And then his older brother came in, and so I I meditated with my six- and eight-year-old. And then the four-year-old comes in, and he doesn't really have much tolerance (laughs) for meditation. So he opens the door, he looks at us, and then he turns away and walks away. But then he went in and got his little Mickey Mouse meditation pillow and came back in and Mm. put it on my lap and sat with me. So the three of us meditated for a little while. It it was nice. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good way to start the day. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, I'm
0: sure, a lot different than what you thought was going to happen when you got sick. Oh,
3: hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, yeah. I was a seeker. I mean, I, I eat mushrooms at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. When I, and it was, I had a spiritual experience, man. I had a spiritual experience. <laughs> sure. I, ate, I ate acid at 12,000 feet above ski level out in like the middle of nowhere on outside in the backcountry yeah. of like stars dripping out of the yeah. sky, yeah. literally. Uh. And so like I was always a seeker and yeah. I've had spiritual experiences. Mm. And even with all those experiences, this is the deal. Yeah. This I agree. is what I've been looking for. This is how I want to live my life. I don't regret that. I yeah. love telling those stories. I love being able to look back on them. I'm glad that I have them, yeah. but it's not the way I want to live. It's good for context. It's not yeah. the way I
1: want to live. Because mm. you 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 did have that. Mm-hmm. And now you can compare it to what you have now. And it's it it, it it's different in the way that it's like more permanent, you know. Yeah. This sort of spiritual experience rather than just a momentary it's fleeting, you know, it's, that, it's, that, you, yeah. that you just, you pay a heavy price to get, You really do a heavy really price do. to get that like one or two moments of, of like total bliss. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's very expensive.
3: And <laughs> I can have that bliss now. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't need to have that stuff in my body to sit, you know, out in the back yeah. country or yeah. in the bottom of the Grand Canyon and, 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 and feel that beauty, experience that beauty. Mm-hmm. I thought I need, I thought I could only get there through chemicals and booze. Yeah and it's not true it's just yeah. not true
1: yeah and i walked out of the house i think it was yesterday i just walked out and I, I don't know where i was going and i just was like i just like stopped in my front lawn and i was like god it is fucking beautiful out it's just so and i just <laughs> stopped and i was like i can stop for 5 10 minutes here and just recognize how nice it is outside I don't have to rush off anywhere, mm-hmm. really. You know what I mean? What a, what a great I mean, that was new to sobriety yeah. for me. When, yeah, I what a great I, life. I, I never had that happen before. I got that kind sobriety. of awareness. That
0: kind of awareness. But now this is really what we time. talked about is being in that present moment. Yeah. Happens to me all the time. All the here time. Here in Kensington, we have a lot of trees. It's, it's very here. green, yeah, it's very and green. so I walk outside in the morning regularly, and I look up, and I'm like, "Thank you, God. Just this is just you know what a gift to just be alive and be breathing and be mm-hmm. able to have." these experiences with people
1: I'll be honest Scott I didn't think you had a bottom like that I thought you were kind of a lightweight you know oh, <laughs> dude, dude I, I was you know telling my mean? sponsor <laughs> I was telling my sponsor on the way over here <laughs> He like did, drinking, you know, he's Good. like I'm in financial services, Dude. and I was like, no, "Oh great!" So <laughs> I, like, yeah. I, I thought he got sober young. Honestly, I thought you got sober no. really young. Yeah. You
0: look
3: you, 16 years. I was 34. So, but I don't look 50. I'll tell you a real yeah. quick story. I was I was, t- I was talking to my sponsor on the way <laughs> over here, and I was telling him that I'm going to be at my job. Coming up on seventeen years, that's and I've crazy. sixteen years, almost sixteen years sober. So yeah. I spent fourteen months at this job in my bottom. I don't know how I got, but that's, I would go to work. That's crazy. I would, and I was so worried about people would think of me that I would almost never called out sick. Yeah. So I would go to work having been up all night yeah. smoking crack and drinking, sweating. In this, I was, I, I was in support at the time, so I was answering phones in a, a well lit oh, no. office in a cubicle oh, yeah, all dude. day, sweating. Long. I wanted to die every second of the day it just makes me feel
1: uncomfortable
2: and i would go
3: home and once i opened i got to my house i mean i swear i'd never do it again Mm -hmm. i'd go home and i'd make the call and i'd do it again that's it like
0: it's the insanity man yeah
3: it was was brutal brutal.
0: it was a fellow crackhead here i know i know i (laughs) I relate man i relate Uh, i was so so i i want to i was thinking and maybe you know what? L- let's do this. Let's let's move on to our topic. But I'm going to start out with you, Chris, because I want to hear a story. It reminded me of part of your story, Scott's story there that he just told. So the the topic this week is the idea that somehow, someday, oh. he will control and enjoy his drinking. Is the great obsession of every abnormal yeah. drinker. And what I was thinking about Chris is you're uh, working in the in the cubicle <laughs> in the office. I literally just told the story on <laughs> Monday night yeah, <laughs> with the,
1: with the fan on yep. you and people it's like freezing outside, you know. Yeah, it was February and I this was at my bottom. This was the last sort of real job I I would ever have, really. <laughs> Actually, ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, I mean, I work. No, you so, yeah, work. Yeah, I work. Garden. I work. Ugh. I work. Yeah, you're done. A lot, hard done, right. a lot harder, right. than, harder than the guy you work with. I no, mean. that's a fact. But that's not saying much. <laughs> um, and I I would, I was doing, I had a very a bad habit of cocaine and crystal meth. I was doing a lot of crystal <laughs> meth. And I would toggle between the two because I didn't want to get nosebleeds. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd do a couple bumps of crystal meth in the morning get myself in the shower, I'd go to work and in this this job I was working at, I'm not gonna say what it was, but their offices were in the Watergate hotel in the lobby, like in that first floor. And I would go in and it's freezing, it's February, and I'm sweating. You know, I'm kind of a big guy. You know what I mean? A little bigger bigger guy. You know what I mean? I was much bigger then. And I'm just pouring sweat and I'm sitting in my cubicle and, you know, I'm good at what I do, you know what I mean? And I had a position there where I was like people, you know, I was very good at what I did. And so nobody really like questioned me, you know what I mean? Nobody really talked to me. I was kind of like a hired gun. They brought me in to like do stuff and they were mm-hmm. like, don't, that's that guy over there is doing shit. Don't fuck with him. You know what I <laughs> mean? And so I, I'm like, fuck it. I'm so hot, man. I'm sweating, I'm doing all <laughs> this blow. And I go to the janitor's closet <laughs> and pull out this fan. <laughs> and, it's like a big, I, like... It, but yeah, I it's mean, the only like one little... they have is, like, a, the industrial fan. Like, if there's a flood, right. you turn this thing on, to <laughs> like, dry out a floor. You know what I mean? And I just turn that thing on, and it just starts... I didn't think it was going to be that like papers powerful, you know? <laughs> They're loud, yeah, it was too. Like, it was like the mid-rise cubicle, so you could still see people. <laughs> people's shits flying all over the place, dude. All over the place. And... I just sit down. I'm like, ah, oh, so much better. I just <laughs> sit down and I start working. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the boss and the VP call me in and I just knew. You know, I just was like, they were like, hey, you know, and I was like, it's okay. I'm going to get my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, thanks.
0: This, <laughs> this is also the place where you used to go out to lunch, right? Like yeah. you would go to like a like yeah, a five-star yeah. steak so restaurant yeah, it's across the, the street. It's the Watergate. <laughs> so
1: in the Watergate, they have this like five-star, where well, they used to, it's probably not there anymore, this five-star steakhouse, chop house. And I would go over there and, you know, people would ask me, they were like, hey, man, we're going to lunch, you know. We're going to go to Quiznos. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like fucking Quiznos? No, I'm not going to fucking Quiznos. You know and why? I would just they don't have alcohol. Uh, yeah, Quiznos. I would just be like, no, nah, I'm not going to fucking Quiznos. You know, just a dick. And <laughs> I would go to this chop house and I would drink vodka tonics and eat a steak because on Coke, when you're on meth, for, when you're on amphetamines like daily, you don't have an appetite for much food. But I did have an appetite for steak. So I'd eat steak, drink vodka tonics at lunch while I'm watching my coworkers go to Quiznos, <laughs> and I just felt so sorry for them. I was just like, "Look at those fucking losers going to
0: Quiznos." I just think about the financial unmanageability of spending all the money you made that day on lunch at the job. I mean, house. I, like that's like how we were you living. Think I was worried about no, I know, but that's like how
1: we were living, dude. It's that's like we like, just weren't even thinking about it. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it think was, about it. That. was a seventy, eighty dollar meal every wow. day. I, I mean, that's meal. like yeah. there's just
0: it doesn't even make yeah. sense. But that's what we would do to justify the cocktails that we yeah. needed to have at it lunch. It didn't to last get long, you
1: know, So I'm sure it didn't. I mean, it was like thirty days. I think I made it.
0: (laughs) So let's, so the topic again is the idea that somehow, someday he will control and enjoy his drinking is the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. I think, and I think for all three of us, we kind of chase that and it talks about, it goes on to talk about kind of how we chase this, you know, idea down this terrible road towards death pretty much. And, uh, you talked a little bit about your drinking and what did that look like for you, Scott, as you, I would say, um, you know i'm sure there was times before you got sober where it looked bad or where where you might need to stop or people were asking you to stop mm-hmm. what was it like when you would like you talked about you would do it all over again the next
3: day so this reminds me of uh the de- definition of insanity mm. that i've heard mm. in aa and i've heard a few different definitions one the most common being doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. But the one that I once heard a guy, Mark T. share, he's like a speaker. You can catch him on like XA Speaker or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he says, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, knowing exactly what's going to mm-hmm. happen, but doing it anyway. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I just had no other choice. Yeah. You know? That's but, the
1: camp I think I found myself yeah. in over and over. But. I think there was always
3: still this idea that I I just I just need that release I need that just I just need to feel that that just ah uh, moment yeah. Yeah. and like whatever comes after that I, I can't even think about that because yeah. I need that relief mm-hmm. and so th- it's as far as I can see
1: yeah the price is worth it's, paying yeah
3: you know what I mean yeah. but just all I could think about was getting that relief and. and Maybe I'd hope for the best, you know, yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. it'll be different this time, but <laughs> if it's the not record shows, it's like, not, <laughs> yeah. like, you yeah. know,
0: but I get it without a solution. And yeah. that's where I think we all found ourselves that without a solution, this doesn't sound so crazy. Like someday maybe I will be able to control and enjoy yeah. what else am I going to do?
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, I would say though, I mean, I left that camp pretty quickly. I was like, it's pretty much going to suck from yeah. here on out.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I think there are drinkers that maybe didn't hit the bottom that we hit, where that illusion it, it's more attainable. You know what I mean? They're not, mm-hmm. you know, they're not in a, a hundred square foot apartment smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or selling narcotics like I was yeah. or, you know, sleeping or, on grandfather's, you know, living room floor like John. You know what I mean?
0: But the other thing I think, and and we'll move on after this, is the other thing is that it may not be somebody who's drinking. This may be something, and we see this, I'm sure, Scott, yeah. I know we have, Chris, Chris and I have, but I'm sure you've seen it, Scott, too, friends of ours who've gotten sober stayed here for a while, and then that idea has come back. Oh, yeah. Somehow, Definitely. someday I'm going to... You know, I'm, it's going to be different now that my life is in
1: order. Well, they say normal living is the solution to my alcoholism. Like, having a normal life is the answer. It's not Alcoholics Anonymous and, you know, service and self-sacrifice for others. It's having a normal life means that I don't actually have a problem, you know. Which... Uh, more than anything is, you know, the gifts we've talked I talk, yeah.
0: I say this a lot, the gifts of sobriety, a lot of those maybe outside gifts that have come in mm-hmm. have been the thing that have tried to pull me back more than anything else. You 100%. Know, because I've got more time. I've got more, I don't have time for AA, but I, but I, you know, I have more time to live. And so, uh, I think this doesn't necessarily, you know, this is to anybody, people, especially people who have been sober a while. That's a good point. they you know? about
3: that. And I like you hear a lot of people say uh, it's important to p- point out. It says control and enjoy, right? Not control yeah, yeah. or yeah. right. I, maybe I can that's control my drinking at times, but I yeah. certainly can't enjoy it then. Yeah, or yeah. if I'm enjoying it, I'm not controlling it. it. Like
0: that's so. a good one. If you're wondering, yeah. if you're not, if you're new, and you're kind of maybe tuning yeah. in, if you could control or enjoy, but can't change that to an and you might have a problem. So let's uh, let's move on here to our next segment, which is called the newcomer tip of the week. So the Newcomer Tip of the Week every week is a quick segment we do where we try to put ourselves in the shoes of a newcomer or being new again. we think about some of the simple questions that maybe you would ask if you were new or maybe you wouldn't because you were too afraid to, yeah. to ask this question. And a lot of these I've, I've been th- pulling from. This has from, come up. Well, by the way, I've, I've been pulling this. these from pamphlets from yeah. some of the uh, newcomers or questions, you know, yeah. that people ask in AA. And it says, can a person achieve sobriety all alone by
1: reading AA literature? Chris, I would say yes, if you're in prison <laughs> and you can't go to the liquor store and buy liquor. No, I, I don't know. I, it, to me, it seems, <clears throat> it, to, to me, it seems, my experience, let me just talk about that. My experience is I didn't understand what alcoholism was until someone Took me through the book, had me read that, the chapter, uh, um, Dr. Bob's, uh, no. Um, doctor's opinion. Doctor's opinion and about, you know, ab- ab- about the restlessness, the irritabil- irritability and the discontent and, until an alcoholic can experience a sense of ease and comfort that comes at once by taking a few drinks. Until that was literally read to me and then explained to me, I didn't get alcoholism. Hmm. I thought whatever was wrong with me, and, you know, I would go to AA meetings, I'd see happy people that uh, obviously weren't drinking, and I'm not drinking, but I'm not happy about it. And I thought that there was something else wrong with me, you know, like, I, look, I'm not drinking either, but you guys are fucking happy as shit about it, and I'm not fucking happy. <laughs> you know, I didn't understand they did a bunch of work to get there, you know? And so I, I think that, um, I think you can, there's no harm in reading the literature, but um, I think there it would it be real helpful to have some context.
0: So this is what I'll say. Uh, I think that you can look at this question two ways. One way is that in 1939, the early 40s, even into the forties and the fifties, you may, a necess-
1: well, necessity. you may
0: receive this book in the mail yeah. from somebody because you have a problem and all you have is this literature. Maybe you can reach mm. somebody by phone. But what what I think the question really means is, can you just read the book and stay sober? And I think the answer is no. no. And if you read the book, you'll find that there's a lot of actions that they are suggesting through the steps in the program that make it so you can't just read the book. Like you're not going to just read this book and miraculously stay sober if you're an alcoholic. <laughs> the book Not says go out people.
3: and help somebody. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so there's some semantics here, right? Can a person achieve sobriety? Yeah, probably. But can an alcoholic achieve sobriety? Mm. Doubtful. Yeah. Um, I once heard a speaker say, like, anybody, anybody can get sober. Hell, I can tie you to a tree, and you'll get sober. <laughs>
1: right, right, But
3: can you yeah. be happy? Can yeah. you feel useful? Yeah. Yeah. Like, can, can you, you find stay serenity? Can you stay
0: sober? Yeah. Like, exactly. And there's also the other side of this, th- this question here, and we get this. I think what you're talking about is, can I read the book by myself? Because like, some people will say, hey, why do I need a sponsor? I, I can read. I'm a smart person. I've right. got a master's degree or a PhD. Right. I can understand this simple. Somebody in the meeting the other night was talking about just how they, they hated the book because the way it was written, you know, the simplistic nature yeah. of some of the wording and stuff. But what They I were think, an English major. Exactly. But yeah. what I think we can also say here, and this has been our experience, I know it's been mine and probably your guys' experience, it helped to read the book with a sponsor and to go through the steps with a sponsor as opposed to on my own.
1: Well, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I mean, it, you go to college, you take a class, you get a book, you still have a professor. Yeah. I mean, it's not that odd. To know? have somebody. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know anything about getting sober, I mean, you probably should have somebody you can ask some questions to and that's been down the road, that's been through the steps and and that has that experience. I mean, I, I, you know, you're leaving a lot, I think you're leaving a lot on the table by trying to have it be a, a solo expedition, Yeah, you know? And you're missing out on a lot, too. I mean, because one of the greatest joys, I think, for all of us has been the camaraderie that comes along with Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, and um, the feeling like we have uh, uh, finally we have like a tribe that we're part of, mm-hmm. you yep. know what I mean? And and uh, that has been huge when I it was huge when I was new. And it's even, you know, it's even bigger now, you know, that I've been sober a long time. So those relationships that I've built, It you know. There were people
0: in the early days of Alcoholics Anonymous who did probably have to get sober by reading this book alone, and they didn't have anybody at the start. But as the book goes on, it encourages you, like you said, it's got to go out and find other people to help. So they created and built that fellowship around them. So, but today, for 99, probably, percent of the people in the world, you don't have to read the book No alone. matter where you are. You don't
3: have to read the all book all over alone. the world.
0: Yeah, there's, there's... Globally. Especially now with Zoom. I mean, you don't have to do this alone.
3: So my, my sponsor took me through the book. He told me to get highlighters. He went through page by page, highlighting like all different colors and stuff. And what that did for me was give me a roadmap uh hmm. how to take other guys through the book. Mm-hmm. Like, if I just that. read it on my Look own, that, like John. I wouldn't know how to They're doing take, it right take up someone else too, through the they? book. Yeah. But the way he showed me gave me a clear, very clear cut way of, of how go. to take other people yeah, through the book. And exactly. that's where the real joy is, right? And the going through the steps over and over again with other guys. And it's, yeah. So yeah. I, I'd, miss, I'd have missed that if I did it, if I read the book by myself.
1: 100%. Yeah. We did a big book study last year. We had highlighters out doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Very helpful. So, as a newcomer, yeah. the newcomer tip of the week, the question, and this is like Chris said, a common question, can you get sober by just reading the book uh, alone? Maybe, but you don't have to today. There's There are people who are more than happy to help you, and if you're planning on staying sober, you probably want to give that away to somebody else.
1: And, you know, it's what's what's easier or more convenient isn't always the best solution. You know, and, and it, it seems easier to just read it yourself and and try to, figure it all out by yourself. But you know what? Just probably not the best idea.
0: Meetings can be scary. I know my first yeah. meeting I walked into, I was terrified. I was like, there's a lot of people here. Just give me the book. I can get me out of here. I'll be all right. But it just, <laughs> you know, it has not been our experience. So don't read the book alone. Yeah. No solo expeditions. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on. So our sketch this week is something that we've done a number of times. We're bringing it. We're bringing it, Bring back, it back again. There. I think we've got some good ones this I week. Think we got some ones that uh, we'll that see. are interesting. Scott, you you haven't seen this before, probably, but uh, this will be fun. This is called Motivation Pass or Fail, and what we're going to be doing is putting up some recovery based <laughs> quotes, memes,
1: or Maybe whatever Scott you doesn't know. Call them. Scott, you may not know this because I didn't know this, but. In the world of social media, there's a lot of sobriety, recovery, AA light-ish, you know, <clears throat> motivational quotes out there. Mm-hmm. And we like to just take a look at them and, and then judge them by what we know in AA. And
0: relate them to our, the yeah. program and how, yeah. how we see them in AA. Not that there's anything wrong with them. And, right. and a lot of people get a lot out of these or else I don't think they would be out there. But for us as alcoholics, powerless, unmanageable some of this stuff can be a little deceiving. <laughs>
1: so let's okay. look at the first let's one. Let's get into it. Ooh.
0: What does it say? It says, your decision to kill your addiction will only become a reality if you believe and reinforce the fact that you have the capacity to do... Is that one of the ones I...
2: Yeah.
1: Easy. That's It's a good one.
2: Bro. It's
1: total nonsense, but... I like it. I don't even remember that one. Yeah, Did I give you? Said that yeah, one? yeah, you said okay. it, it's, <laughs> what it. Okay. Scott, what do you think about this? I'm, I think
3: I agree with it being total nonsense. Like, you know, I'm, I've I've I drank the AA Kool Aid, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's no. hard for me to buy into all this other stuff. I was kind. I didn't know Scott before. I was
0: kind of hoping he might be a little less, but he's just like I,
3: he just like us. we look
0: this. And again, these can be very helpful, but if you are powerless, mm-hmm. what is believing and reinforcing the fact going to
1: do? Dude, I mean, if I could kill kill my addiction, I wouldn't be fucking sitting here with you guys we'd be doing a cooler we'd be doing like a cool podcast yeah we'd be doing a podcast where we can make so, money I, <laughs> I
3: love I love the third I love the third step analogy about the three frogs sitting on the log one makes a decision uh, to jump off yes. how many are on the
1: log yes yeah yes. three that's right it, three. yeah cuz he actually through. didn't jump exactly that's right so whoa, whoa we didn't ask Gabe Gabe he <laughs> Gabe's a little sentimental sometimes he he gives these a pass he likes them Gabe? what do you think? He was laughing, though. I heard him over there.
2: I thought this was like actually quite actually like the worst one. It was so obvious. <laughs> There's this is nothing terrible about this one. It was violent. Yeah. I was, like, I was like thinking about what, what, what weapon do I use to kill my addiction? <laughs> I was like, bro, there ain't a big enough sword or a big enough <laughs> oh, gun.
0: So we're failing. Group unanimous <laughs> yeah, no, fail. All right, all right, fail right? All right, let's look at another one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> This I saw this and I was like, yep, I got to yeah. put this. Recovery is not for people who need it. It's for people who want yeah. it.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that. Who here it's,
0: wanted to get sober before they did? I thought it was the other
2: way. I thought like the same I, yeah, was the other way to, around or something like. No. I don't know, man. Well, they're. So, again. People mix it up. I, feel like.
0: I think this is very important. Wanting to change is, is obviously for us. I don't think it matters yeah. as much as as the actual actions but it can maybe be a jump start for people but as an alcoholic
1: wanting it wanting is has no bearing I, i've wanted what a you lot want. of yeah
0: i've wanted to be different yeah. i've wanted a lot of things in my life but if i didn't take like i'll i want to be in shape and be strong win the lottery i wanted to win the lottery but if you don't buy a ticket <laughs> You, you, can't, no shot. you can't get it. You can't. But the, like the gym analogy is one of my <laughs> yeah. favorites. If I, I want to look good and be in shape, yeah. but if I don't take the action of going yeah. to the gym, there is 0% yeah. chance
1: it's going to happen. Yeah. Not
0: There's 1%.
1: Chick fil A for lunch. Zero. Yeah. Chipotle for dinner. That's how I live. <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not saying I want to be in the gym, shape,
0: but I'm not. Not anymore. I mean, we stopped going.
1: So to
3: boil that down. (laughs) No, you stopped going. (laughs) To boil that down for a newcomer, I've heard it said in AA very simply, it's not for people who need it. It's not for people who want it. It's for people
1: people who do it. it. There you go. So basically,
0: they just left out the last part, the most important part. So if you're new, wanting it is great. We're glad that you want it, but you got to do it. uh. So that's another fail. I agree. Oh, right. fail. Get in. Gabe, Gabe, what do you think? Yeah, I already
2: feel. I'm on to the next one. You're
0: on to the next. Gabe already switched it up. All right. Oh, man. Gabe, can you read that, man?
2: Uh, Kind of. In recovery are better no, than... No, my the, worst. No, no. no. Oh, my worst okay. days in recovery are better than the best <laughs> days in relapse.
0: This is another one that's, like, interesting. And this is one that's... So this is one... I like this one because it's a little controversial. Because you'll have some people who will say... The fact that i'm sober regardless of the type of day i'm having is better than my than drinking but and i knew chris would just, just you've agree. got other people who like chris who would probably say i had some fun i had a lot i had days. some
1: unbelievable time. Yeah. yeah i would of never course. say yeah he scott yeah. was just telling talking yeah. about stars yeah. melting out of the sky yeah unbelievable. i was like, yeah. I was like the thing that i
3: relate to the most is it's that's not the saying, people get it mixed up. It's I wouldn't trade my worst days in yeah. sobriety for my best days that is a when fact. I
1: was out there. You there. Go. Yeah, and that yeah. that is true, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't agree with that one, but I like that one better. Yeah. yeah.
0: So hey, just because you know, you can have some bad days sober and we had a lot of fun drinking. I don't think any of us are hammering drinking or saying there's anything wrong with yeah, it. no. We no. had a lot of fun. We just you know, we couldn't hack it, like Chris says in the drinking <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't hack it. Couldn't hack it. Couldn't hack it. In couldn't the, hack tricky it game. In the tricky game. Gabe, what do you think, man, about that one? I- I'd like to hear your
1: thought.
2: I mean, is it true for you, first of all? N- what that? I mean, I like, dude.
1: Would you trade your bet? Ba- you, would oh, well, you? Trade? that's not what it says. The- put it back up. Put it back up. Can you put it
2: back up? That's Scott. Yeah. It's, no, I, not Scott. Not one's My worst days in recovery. Of course not, dude. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because you, you had some fun drinking.
2: Yeah. The fucking yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I would love to, dude, I watched, I watched Bob Dylan coming up on Molly with a blunt in my hand, just fucking dancing at Firefly 2017, baby. That was yeah. a good day. So you had dude.
0: a good, you had a good day. Yeah. I will say this though. This one's a little bit interesting because it says better than the best days in relapse. I got to tell you, man, at the end when I would go back out in after like a relapse, I didn't really have many good days, man. I, I was not a first nighter. Yeah. I was in and out, and at the end of my, you were pretty. You guys, a lot of you were first night. I yeah. was not a first nighter, dude. I came in and out. And by I wasn't a first end, nighter. I
1: don't know why people think I was a first nighter. I'm not seeing a
0: first nighter, yeah. but I came in and out of AA for years. Yeah. And by the end, man, it was there was. I not, will say this:
1: since I've had a no, sobriety no date, a home group, and a sponsor, true, I have not returned to yeah. drinking. I had that, but I came to many, many AA meetings.
0: I had those things and went back out many yeah. times. And yeah. man, at the end. I don't even remember a good day. It was just straight to the bottle by myself alone. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, I got new charges. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, drinking day is good. Yeah. You know, a lot of good ones, but generally at the end,
1: not so many. I like Scott's meme. It was good.
0: Yeah. Better than that
1: one. Better. Much better.
0: All right. We got our fourth and I think final one here. In any given moment, we have two options to step forward into growth Or to step back into
1: safety. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't even. One, I don't agree with it. But I'm not. Pretty sure I don't even understand it. (laughs) This was the last one I just found tonight,
0: and I was like, "This is kind of in." So, is this even about
1: drinking? The book says we have but two choices, right? Alcoholic death, death, or spiritual way of life. Right? Those are the two choices that we have. Yeah, (laughs) not not this fucking. What I
0: think. What I think they're saying is this is what I get out of this, and this is somewhat true for me actually. A lot of the time, I'm comfortable where I'm at. Yeah, I'm comfortable not. Stepping forward and growing, right? And I'm afraid to maybe take some action, even though the, the way I'm living right now isn't the best. Yeah, yeah. It's comfortable, you know. The old, the devil, you know, man. It's, it's, and I think that's what yeah. this is getting at. But it, the way that they phrase it, to step back into safety, yeah. I'm not so sure it's safety, right?
2: Yeah. Stagnation. John, you're right. John, you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It doesn't really, really make sense, even just as a motivation. It well. Hey, it's supposed to be a yeah. motivational quote. I'm not motivated. I'm not
0: motivated. Hey
2: man, either. sometimes you just gotta. Scott, I don't really what to know what to make of that one. <laughs> it's yeah, just to be honest, it's, with just, you. it's just words Look, strung together.
0: The, the, the point is this: is I like to, I like to think. in A, we talk about character building over comfort, yeah, and, and that's what that is yeah. supposed, okay, right. supposed to be saying. So what are you I think you can giving give no a pass. I'm say, I'm not. I'm okay. saying it's it's worded incorrectly because yeah. comfort isn't always safe.
3: If I had to choose any one that I would give a pass on, it would probably come on. And that's
0: why I put it up there, actually, because it does kind of lead to that. But safety is not. It's not the right word. The right word. It's comfort. And comfort can sometimes be dangerous. Yeah. You know?
1: I agree. I would agree to that. Okay. So, I don't know. It's a fail if either way. It's a fail, big time. If you're listening, four for four.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, or you're on the Zoom and you're watching, tell us your thoughts. What do you think? I mean, yeah. are there any of these that you would pass? Is there anything that you would want to uh, change, or could we reword some of these and and uh, make them pass? You know. So, tmatm live at gmail right? At gmail is our email. That's so right. You can you can find Hit us there.
3: I like sometimes the best action is inaction. mm, There you go.
0: I like that. My sponsor used to say, if you don't know what to do, don't do anything. Don't do anything. (laughs) If you
2: you don't know, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, well.
0: Scott, it's been great to have you. We're out of time. You you really can't. You started to get on fire there, man. I wish we had more time to get fired up, Yeah, I get fired up. It was good. I escalate. Yeah. And (laughs) and it was great. And we relate to you. And and you're a, we are, I can say this now, getting to know you better. We're lucky to have you down here in the D.C. area doing Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm glad to be
1: here. Thanks for having uh, me. Money Men's is lucky to have you. Lucky to have you, man.
2: Oh, Yeah.
3: I uh, oh, feel lucky. Yeah, I feel lucky to be around you guys. <laughs> we'll we'll awesome. be back next
0: week with another great episode. Please come back and check us out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.